dedicated to the best basketball fans in America. This is your Hustlin' Owl Fan Podcast. Oregon Tech Hustlin' Owl Fan Podcast. My name's Bill, and today we're going to have Mitchell Fink. This is a man I really don't have to introduce to uh, Hustlin' Owl fans. Almost 2,200 points, an eyelash from 900 assists, and 500 rebounds. And we all remember the night he had a triple-double against Multnomah before halftime. Uh, Mitchell just got hired as assistant coached with uh, coach by Coach Parnell. Uh, he's going to have a key role this season. He's going to talk about that. Uh, but also, I want to uh, remind folks that the Hustlin' Owls are heading out to Indiana in early November. You really should make this trip. Uh, the Hustlin' Owls are going to play Indiana Wesleyan, and then they're going to go down to Grace College where they play Bethel, the Bethel Pilots, and then they'll play the Grace College Lancers. Now, these are all historic teams. Between the four teams, Tech, Indiana Wesleyan, Grace, and Bethel, there are 10 national championships. These are class teams. This is going to be the most historic trip in NAI basketball. You need to head out there, cheer for those fans, show the fans in Indiana what uh, Oregon Tech Hustling Owl basketball is all about. Uh, Indiana Wesleyan, as you know, uh, Oregon Tech faced them in the 20, uh, 2019 uh, quarterfinals. They're coached by uh, Greg Tonegal, great point guard, uh, Bethel Pilots. They're coached by Steve Draben. He was one of the, he led the country in free throws uh, when he was in college. And then here's a little tidbit. Indiana Wesleyan coach Greg Tonegal and Bethel coach Steve Draben, they went to uh, high school together. Now, Bethel also is the team that beat Oregon Tech in the finals in 1998. Do you guys remember that? Rico Swanson hit that 18-footer with time running out to break a tie. Bethel beat Oregon Tech by two that night. And then uh, we're also going to play Grace College, the Lancers. They're coached by Scott Moore, a guy who knows Oregon Tech very well. You remember that uh, Ryan Feige team? Well, uh, Scott Moore and uh, his, his twin brother were on that Grace team. Oregon Tech beat him, I believe, in the semifinals. Uh, and so uh, he always makes funny faces at me when I bring up Oregon Tech. But these are great programs. Uh, these uh, schools really put on a great show. You should really consider making this trip. Uh, it'll be historic, and, and you'll never regret making it. So let's go ahead and give a listen to uh, Mitchell Fink, Oregon Tech's new assistant coach. Good morning. Welcome to your Hustlin' Owl Fans podcast. I'm Bill, and today we have the legend himself, Oregon Tech's new assistant coach, Mitchell Fink. Hey, Mitch, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, first off, congratulations on being named the new assistant coach at Oregon Tech. I know everybody associated with the program is, is excited you're on board. Talk about uh, your thoughts when you got the word that uh, you were coming to Oregon Tech as the new assistant. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, I love this place. I was itching to get back, trying to come back and visit a lot, and uh, I'm just really happy to be back here and be in front of these fans and this community again. You know, Mitch, I want to talk, I want to focus on the coaching, but you know, I can't talk to you without mentioning your career. Almost 2,200 points. You came within an eyelash of 900 assists. And something people forget, almost 500 rebounds. You know, has your college career sunk in yet? It was a whirlwind that senior year. I know it was. Has, have, have you, has it really sunk into you what you were able to achieve? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it has. Um, I'm really proud of everything that we did. 
Um, we had a great team, great coaching staff. The community really rallied behind us. And, you know, I just look back at it and remember all the memories. And uh, it was a really good time. And I'm just really thankful for my time at Oregon Tech and the opportunities that I was given. I was really thankful and uh, blessed to be able to say I was given all those chances and opportunities at Oregon Tech. From the first time I met you, there was always two goals you had. You wanted to play basketball professionally and you wanted to coach. So the when you graduated, you were able to, uh, you got that opportunity. You were able to go over to Portugal and play professional basketball. Talk about that. What was that experience like? Yeah, it was really good. I got I got over there to Portugal, um, really good team in Maya, BC. Uh, I really liked it. I liked the opportunity. It was great. Uh, it was a little weird. I had to wait about a year and a half after my senior season, um, just kind of waiting around, working out, working a side job, trying to stay afloat and finally got the call and it was pretty quick it all moved pretty quick after that so but it was a really good experience uh i'm really happy i got to do it but coaching has always been what i wanted to do in my heart so uh when i got the opportunity to come back here and coach it was really a no-brainer for me you know mitch i have a couple questions about uh when you were playing in portugal i thought that uh obviously the talent you're playing grown men right there's a there's a really high talent level but to just me watching it on the youtube the intensity, it didn't seem to have the intensity of Cascade Conference basketball. The talent was very good. Uh, just playing against grown men, like you said, uh, people in their late 20s, early 30s, playing, they've been playing professional basketball for a really long time. Uh, they know what they're doing. They're really smart, really savvy players. So you don't get those like 19-year-olds and 20-year-olds that are coming in and kind of learning the ropes and still working on their bodies. But uh, you get a lot more of the savvy stuff and older guys um, – grown into their bodies been in the weight room a really long time but yeah the intensity is a little bit different you you don't have the the young guys coming in and pumping the energy into the programs such as in college basketball and in the ccc so it was a very different uh, approach to the game for sure yeah it's almost more and this probably isn't the right word but almost seemed a little bit more mechanical uh, oh yeah than intensity yeah yeah for sure yeah they're very uh very precise in the things they do which is a big change very we we're very creative at oregon tech and uh our coaches just kind of let us play basketball and be ourselves. And over there, they, they let us play and be ourselves and play our game. But there's a lot of uh, – we played by a lot of rules and we played the right way. And uh, we did things like the way that our team game planned to a T. And for anybody who didn't get a chance to watch him, uh, you got to go back and look at the tapes because uh, this guy, even at that level, was breaking guys down off the pick and roll and leaving them stumbling <laughs> over themselves. You know uh, – you're gonna play. Uh, you're gonna be playing a key role with Oregon Tech. Everybody knows now. Paul Poach is gonna go over, and uh, with Scott Meredith moving on, he's gonna uh, uh, on an interim basis take over the women's program, which is going to really thrust an important role on you. What do you see your role as with uh, Oregon Tech Hustling Owls next season, working with Coach Parnell? Yeah, so Poach is taking over for the girls, but he's still going to be trying to help us as much as possible. It's important to have him around. Um, he's a great coach and a great person, and he's just great for the culture that we're building. But personally, I think that, yeah, my role will increase a little bit. Um, I'm going to focus a lot on the player development side of things and helping out with the players, kind of being there for them if they have questions, anything like that. Uh, besides that, I think it's going to be really important for me just to be all hands on deck, helping Parnell with whatever he needs and uh, helping him game plan, do film, watch film, all of that kind of stuff, and just uh, stay on top of everything so we can cover everything while Poach is uh, with the women's side. You know, uh, Mitchell, literally everybody who's worked with you or known you, there's two things that everybody says about Mitch Fink. Number one, the guy refuses to lose, which I know every Oregon Tech fan already knows. And the second thing is nobody outworks you. 
you know, I, I was talking to Tim Schleyback. Apparently, you were working out at the same gym up here in the Portland area as him and Stevie. And that was yeah. the first thing he said. And he goes, man, that guy works hard. I mean, that's what everybody <laughs> says about Mitch Fink. So how is that that work ethic? How, how can you translate that to coaching? Yeah, I, I think everybody's different, you know. And uh, for me personally, the competitive side was something that I always thrived on. And as a coach, I, I think that that competitiveness comes through. When I train when I train them and uh, work on their player development stuff, like that competitive side comes through a little bit. And personally, I just want to help them be the best ver- best version of themselves. So whatever that is, whatever that takes, and uh, I think that the intensity and the competitiveness, I think that stuff comes through just in the way of my approach. And I hope that they can take little bits and pieces from here and there from what I'm uh, telling them and what I'm trying to help them with. And I think I think it'll show on the court. I'm really hoping it will. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, there's a second side to that. And you and I talked about this just for a second before we started, but I've talked to a couple coaches, one in particular, I, I don't know if you know him, Adam Hepker. He's the head. He, uh, he had very similar statistics to you. He was a really similar player and he was at mid American Nazarene. He's the head coach now there. Uh, but I talked to him about having that unique skill set, a lot like you have, and then moving over to coaching where not everybody can do all those things you can do, right? So you, you've got to find a way to, you know, communicate what you were able to do and then, but yet you can't accept that, expect that same skill set. Have you thought about, have you thought about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think everybody's different, right? Every player's different. They all grow up playing the game in a different way, in their own way. They get their own swagger in a sense. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's important to just like, I'm not teaching them how to become what I was or what I was doing. I'm just trying to help them figure out who they are to a T and help them really hone in on their craft and the basketball player that they want to be and that they can be. So as long as they're, they're getting to the reaching their potential and playing hard and working hard at it, I think they'll be fine. We got a lot of talent and yeah, just not a lot of pressure, just becoming yourself, finding yourself. And uh, if you do that, you're going to find a, you're going to find a lot of success. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Just let them, let them become themselves and not try to be another Mitchell Fink, right? They got to be their own selves. I think that's a great point. Yep. You know, I do want to ask you about the team, and I want to start with the guards. I mean, it's a young, relatively young uh, set of guards that Oregon Tech has. It'll be relatively young. They haven't yet reached the potential. They've still got a ways to go. What do you think are the what are the important attributes for the that you, that you will work with? What do you expect those those guards to bring? Obviously, they have to grow their game. I don't know if I'm asking this right, but what attributes do you expect them to bring? What will you expect from the guards? Yeah, I, I love the the guards that we got on the team. I think we have a lot of talent, a lot of competitiveness out of those guys. So I think a lot of it's going to be just like working on the little things, like keep improving the body in the gym, working out keep improving the jump shots, get more consistent with the things that they do. And if they can do those things, just get more consistent in every aspect of their game, it'll go a long way. And then just help build them up, finding out who they are. And hopefully all that stuff translates over. But yeah, for me personally, I think it's just helping them become more consistent, uh, working on the jump shot, stuff that everybody does. Yeah. Everybody's got to keep working on those things. So just keep getting better inch by inch. And uh, I mean, I think they'll, I think they'll be okay. You know, you mentioned it a minute ago that coach went out and he filled the cupboard again graduation's been uh, really tough on the Hustlin' Owls this season. Six players have moved on. What are your thoughts on this team so far, at least on paper? Yeah, we, we lost yeah six guys in the from the senior class, and we're going to miss them a lot. They all bring a lot to the team. But we do have some guys underneath them that, were, uh, that have been getting ready and working hard, been in practice and playing, but maybe not as much as they will this year. So I think that they're ready to go. 
they're ready to seize that opportunity and they're just waiting for that chance. So I'm really excited to see what they can do. And they're all going to bring different stuff. Nobody can replicate what Garrett did specifically or what Kellen did or Scotty Burge or Harrison Steiger, but they can all bring in different things and add their own uniqueness to the game. So I think that they're going to be really good. And once they get the opportunity to show it, yeah, it's going to really show. Yeah, there were a lot of guys in that uh, COVID freshman year that really showed a lot that I'm really looking forward to them as they, they've had one one pass now through the Cascade Conference with fans. And as you know, Mitch, it, it takes one year with, with fans in the Cascade Conference to figure out what the heck is going on, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, players come in and uh, sometimes they start off really well and they do well their freshman year. And sometimes it takes a little while to get them going. And uh, these guys have a lot of talent. I watch them and I see them around and they work hard. They're pushing themselves to get better, and it's going to show up. They're, they're a very, really talented group, and I'm really excited for them to get out there and be able to show it to the fans. So talk about showing it to the fans. So arguably one of the biggest wins in your career was at the national tournament, and you beat Indiana Wesleyan. I think you scored 34. I don't know. You almost had a triple-double. You had a phenomenal game. You're going to, The Owls are going to be going back to Indiana early in November. Uh, you're going to play Indiana Wesleyan. You're going to play Grace College. You're going to play Bethel, three of the top programs in the country. <laughs> Talk about that. I mean, what a way to start the season. You're going to be ready? Yeah, I mean, we got William Jess up here early too. And, uh, yeah, we got a tough schedule early on. But I think it's it's going to be really good for us to test ourselves for our guys to see the competition level and see what like where we need to be by the end of the season. Hopefully we're, we start off right there and uh, we're hoping to go over there and get some wins. So. It's going to be really good games. Those are really good programs. They have unbelievable players, unbelievable coaches. We really respect them, and uh, we're just really looking forward to the opportunity. I mean, going over there and playing against those guys, seeing their facilities and all that stuff is going to be an awesome experience, and the guys will be able to really see where they're at really early in the season and figure out what we need to work on and uh, move on from there. But, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah, uh, I encourage all fans to to look at that schedule, look at your travel plans. If you can get out to Indiana, all these uh, Grace and two of the games are at Grace. One is at Indiana Wesleyan. They're only like 45, 50 minutes apart. Uh, you can go to uh, Chicago Midway. It's pretty close. You can go to Detroit. You can fly into Indianapolis. Uh, but this is, they play, I mean, they play great basketball. It's going to be uh, just phenomenal to see the Cascade Conference and uh, Crossroads uh, face off in preseason. If you can get back to Indiana, get back there. I, I'm really, I know I'm going, I'm taking three people. So you'll have at least four there, Mitchell. There we go. <laughs> and we need to get a lot more. The more so, the merrier. So Mitch, what would you want to say to Oregon Tech fans? I know they're all thrilled you're, you're coming back as assistant coach. What do you want to say to the fans? I just want to say I'm happy to be back we got the best fans in the world here. It's definitely an opportunity that I was so excited about and a big part of that is because of the community and the fans. Thank you guys for the support, and we hope that you guys keep supporting us this season. We're going to put a really good brand of basketball on the court, and uh, we're really excited for you guys to see it. It's going to be a great season. I'm really excited to get started. Well, that's Mitchell Fink, Oregon Tech's new uh, assistant coach. Thank you, Mitchell, so much for taking the time. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. A thank you to Oregon Tech and to Coach Parnell and, of course, to uh, Mitchell Fink to, for giving us the time. Remember, get your season tickets. Be part of the pride of the basin. Join Oregon Tech hustling Owl basketball. <laughs>